Hey guys, it's your boy Anish and welcome back to yet another episode of A Whole Lot of Grey. Today we're going to be talking about conscious capitalism. Is it an impossible ideal or is there merit to this philosophy? So without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Conscious capitalism is the idea that businesses should ethically engage in production of goods and services, keeping in mind the ethical interests of all stakeholders, as opposed to just the management and shareholders of the business in question. Now, this is a paraphrased concept and a paraphrased definition, which was founded by the founder of Whole Foods, Mr. John Mackey, as well as Babson College professor Raj Sisodia. Now, while no doubt well-intentioned, the mission of conscious capitalism does need to undergo some serious scrutiny because simply put, what is the breaking point? At which point can companies unethically, quote-unquote, pursue profits for their shareholders and management? Because let's examine some data and examples. Amazon, which actually acquired Whole Foods, John Mackey's company, who is the founder of Conscious Capitalism, has faced immense scrutiny over the past decade for its treatment of workers in inventory, manufacturing, and storage warehouses. A New York Times report from 2011 states that one of Amazon's largest manufacturing units in North America, located in eastern Pennsylvania, was rife with so many health hazards that a vast majority of workers actually passed out owing to heat exhaustion. Now, excuse me, but keep in mind that this isn't India or China or Bangladesh or the Philippines, but in the United States where, you know, labor standards are a lot better than other parts of the world. And Amazon obviously has no shortage of capital reserves to ensure strong working facilities for its workers. And this happened a decade ago. Next, cobalt interestingly, is one of the most essential components in lithium-ion batteries most commonly used to power the world's laptops, smartphones, and electric vehicles. Now, let's say even electric vehicles are a niche up-and-coming market. Laptops and smartphones pretty much account for definitely two-thirds of the population, right, given today's day and age. And cobalt is one of the most essential components in lithium-ion batteries that power these devices. Now, fun fact, nearly two-thirds of global cobalt is mined from the copper belt of the Democratic Republic of Congo, where an estimated 40,000 children every year are engaged in deeply intensive labor with almost little to no regulatory oversight. Third, the Institute for Agriculture and Farming found that in 2020, the carbon emissions and greenhouse gases emitted by all farming livestock and domesticated animals in the European Union was greater than the total emissions from all of the European Union's cars combined when you factor in the feeding and maintenance required for said livestock. Now, since we now know that electric vehicles are powered by cobalt and child labor from the Congo, both of which are not ethical or conscious, eradicating all livestock in the European Union would actually positively impact the environment more than transitioning to electric vehicles. But surely we can't suggest that, right? Because that's also extremely unethical, getting rid of animals and livestock. Now, Toluna, which is a consumer intelligence company, one of the largest in the world, found that in 2019, 
37% of all American consumers expressed a willingness to pay a premium for environmentally conscious and ethically produced products. But this is still less than half the population in the world's richest country. So how are we expecting it to scale to the poorer, larger parts of the planet where most of the human population resides and most of this, you know, quote unquote, unethical manufacturing takes place if not even half of Americans are willing to pay the premium to transition to conscious or ethical capitalism. Now, all of this to say that, look, climate change and global warming are certainly real phenomena, uh, as are human rights abuses in warehouses. And we should, where possible, mitigate our carbon emissions, seek alternatives, uphold strong regulatory standards and labor conditions uh, in the name and interest of human rights. All these things we at Whole Lot of Grey completely agree with and do hope that humans will look inward and outward on a case-by-case basis on how best to implement these things. That said, conscious capitalism as a philosophy, when we review just these three data points and examples, seems to be way too idealistic and aspirational without considering the real-world realities that influence businesses and markets in society today, including Amazon, which is the parent company of Whole Foods, which was founded by the founder of this definition and concept of conscious capitalism. So which begs the question again, what is the breaking point? At what point do we allow companies to no longer be conscious in their capitalism and to blindly pursue profits for the sake of their management, shareholders, investors, etc.? Let me know your thoughts uh, because we at Whole Lot of Grey believe that It's far too much of an ideal, far too much of an aspiration, and again, is more rhetoric and more about the feel-good idea of us being ethical as opposed to considering these sort of data points because it's far too vague when we factor all these examples into question. As always, let me know your thoughts, and as always, like, share, subscribe if you enjoyed the content. See you soon, guys.